This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey folks, it's Joe List here. We got a kind of a strange episode, different episode for you. Mark uh, is stranded down under. He's in Australia for the week or two weeks, three weeks, I don't know, a month maybe. He might have moved there, not sure. Uh, so we had to do a phone call over the internet. I, don't, I still don't know how we did it. The producers uh, here, Shelby and Johnny, they put it together. We lose him a couple times. We're going to edit it. Um, and he might sound like he's on a phone call because he's on a phone call. But we made it work for you. Uh, Mark is in Australia. I'm in New York. And uh, we love you. And here's the episode. Hey, hey. I know I talk about it every week, but I can't stop talking about it. And I can't stop wearing it. Mac Weldon, everybody. We love Mac Weldon. I'm wearing the underwear. I'm wearing the socks. I'm wearing the hoodie. It's antimicrobial, everybody. I still can't say that word. But I know what it does. It eliminates odor. It also helps to shower and wear deodorant. But you can wear this stuff every day. The underwear, as, as Mark likes to say, they're loose but tight. Great underwear, great socks, great hoodies. Go to MacWeldon.com, 20% off. Use the promo code TUESDAYS. I'm shopping there every goddamn week. I go on there. I use Tuesdays. I get the 20% off. Comfortable underwear, underwear socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, sweatpants that you will wear Every day and not smell. Smart design, premium fabric, simple shopping. MacWeldon.com, 20% off using promo code Tuesdays. That's MacWeldon.com, the best in the biz. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is fitting at me. Hey, folks, welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Boy, do we have a special episode. Don't touch that dial. You might hear special episode and think, oh, boy, here comes a guest. No guest to The only guest we have is the co-host, Mark Norman, who is on the other side of the world. Folks, it's Wednesday with Stories. Mark Norman is in Australia. Yes. Can I come in yet? Yeah, yeah, go in, baby. I'm in. All right, boy. Oh, boy. I'm in a hotel room in Melbourne on Queen Street. It's one forty-five in the morning over here. I just left the, the the show after party to run over to the hotel. It's one forty-five the next day. It's Thursday morning. I'm recording this on a Wednesday here, America time. It's eleven forty-five a.m. where I am. That'll never cease to blow my mind. The time difference. Go, Mark. <laughs> Did we lose you? Tell me we didn't lose him. Oh, God. We lost him. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Mark detected. Call died. Hello? Hey, Mark. Hey. Oh, God, hey. All right, we're live. This is the show, baby. Oh, jeez. All right, good to be back. Yes, I think we have the intro. We'll have the cutout. We'll have it all. We'll put it in there. This will be a real experience. It's like Apollo 13 here. It feels like it. I'm all alone. It's so nice to talk to you guys. It's uh, it's good to hear a familiar voice. I'm uh, I'm Gary Sinise. I was uh, in bed, and they were like, "Hey, we got Mark stranded in space. You got to wake up, put on your pants, and get to the station." Well, so wait. A minute. So can I be Kevin Bacon? You can be Bacon Hanks or uh, the other douche. 
Pac-Man. So I looked the most like Hanks, but I'll take Bacon because he was. I feel like he was getting laid the most. Yeah, he was the sexy uh, single guy with AIDS. Right. I believe. Oh, cancer. Cancer. Oh, thank God. Yeah, you're going to get cancer. But uh, So uh, tell me about it, buddy. It's late at night there. It's Wednesdays with Murray here and uh, Tuesdays with Stories there. Yes. Uh, boy, I'm in Australia. I'm on the other side of the globe. The, the water in the toilet does not spin the other way, which is a common wives' tale. Those wives are dumb. Yeah, those whores. They're ruining everything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been bananas over here. I'm, I'm, I'm climbing the walls a little bit. I've been here about a week and a half, and, you know, it's great, and it's beautiful, and it's a hell of a city. But, whoo, you know, you miss your chums, and you miss your bed, and you miss, uh, you know, uh, American people. And ch- there's no Chipotle here, by the way. Ooh. Well, I've been using yeah. that electronic gift card twice a day, so you're in trouble. Ah, uh, you know, I tried to use that in L.A., and it wasn't working. Yeah, those things don't work often. But I think that, by the way, Sarah Baird, Beard, what's her name, Baird? Baird. I think she might have sent me a gift, a Starbucks gift card. If that was you, Sarah, I got a gift card from a Sarah on my birthday, and I thought it was Sarah Talamash. I ate her out for a half hour. Turns out it wasn't even her. Oh, well, she got her own birthday gift then. <laughs> Boy, it's great to hear your voice, buddy. It's good to be back. It's so good to hear you. I'm, I'm dying out here with all these, uh, I don't know, what do you call Australians? Aussies. Aussies. Yes. Aussies. Yeah, yeah. They're nice people, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's topsy-turvy over here. They're better than us in a lot of ways, you know, like uh, they got the, the health care. They got uh, no tipping. No, they, they pay their waiters 35 bucks an hour or something crazy. It's insanity. Wow. But don't they like yeah, lock all their tip. black people in cages? Don't they stick the black people in out in the uh, outback or whatever? Isn't that a thing? Uh, well, there is there is the outback, but uh, I don't know. If the, the black folk here are uh, what do you call it? indigenous? Oh, can yeah, you say they that? Rome. <laughs> uh, I think you can say indigenous. They they just roam around. They're aboriginals. Oh, okay. But are they like? Yeah, uh, they, they, Australian, African-Australians, like just regular old, you know, Jamals walking around, or what? I've seen a couple Tyrones, maybe, I can count on my hand. Uh, Not a lot of, uh, you know, uh, what do you call them, Tyrese's around. Right, so it's like the Upper uh, East Side. Yeah, yeah, very few, and the ones who are here, they they really stand out. It's crazy, It's, it's all whitey here, so... I went to a nightclub to meet this girl the other day, and they're just playing Sublime. What? And you're like, what the hell? There's no hip-hop here? They don't play hip-hop? It's, it's wacky. Wow. Boy, it's Santeria yeah, just nightclub. dropped there. <clears throat> What's that? I said Santeria just dropped in Australia. It's brand new. Yeah. They're a little behind with the with the Muzak over here, but, uh, man, it's a kooky, kooky place. No tipping, healthcare, free transportation, free public transportation, which is just we just jump on a train, you're good to go. Well, how do they have all this money? I don't know. I'm riding the rails over here. I assume it's koala jizz. I don't know what it is, but they are killing it over here. Oh, and that's... The guns aren't allowed. Oh, yeah, they put them all in a pile and burned them because some guy got shot like 20 years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's working. It's very safe over here. It's it's crazy, but I will say they they're very restricted people. Like uh, when the light is red, they don't jaywalk at all. So I'm the only guy walking across the street when they're when it's red and everybody's looking at me funny. Ah. And 
They they pour their drinks into a shot glass and then they pour it into your cup. It's like, come on, live a little, pour that shit, bitch. Oh, a measured shot they call that. Yes, I hate it. I hate a measured shot. Let's live. We're gonna die one day. I got a measured dick, two point four. I'm working with here. Now, what is that, grams? <laughs> I'm not sure. She wasn't clear about it, but uh, it was something. Let me ask you this, because uh, I dabbled, back in my single days, I dabbled with uh, multiple Australians, two of them, and they were both, uh, they they wanted cum on their face and uh, their tits pinched. Really? Yeah, have you found the girls to be worshipy and like, fuck me, America? They want that American cock uh, in their ass? Well, I've had sex with three gals so far here, mm-hmm. and uh, how about this? I banged one New Yorker. A New Yorker <laughs> in Australia. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? I'm trying to get laid here with an Aussie, and you're you're putting your badge all over me. I can't get out of here. Wow. I Did, couldn't escape it. I would have asked it a fake an accent. Oh, that's a good idea. Well, when I whipped it out, she said, you call that a dick? Oh, fun. This is a dick. Yeah, that was a fun moment. Oh, she really but, said that? I thought you were doing a Crocodile Dundee thing. I was, I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, but oh, she was cool. <laughs> Ironically, Paul Hogan. We talked about this before. You guys didn't call a dick a Hogan, though. No, no, never heard that. Well, you heard it. Uh, we did. We talked about this in one episode years ago, I believe. But yeah, we called it a Hogan. Uh-huh. So Paul Hogan is like Paul Cock to me. Ah, uh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. So tell Paul me about Hogan. the uh, the two Aussies. Did you did you come in their hair? Because that's what the Aussies I experienced wanted. Well, uh, one was a condom situation, so there was uh, I just filled that puppy right up like a hefty bag. But uh, the other one was um, how about crazy is it? Hit, hitting on girls all night. I was getting shot down all night. I'm just trying to throw this accent around because to them it's an accent. How weird is that? And uh, yeah, I'm getting shot down, and I I see this girl on the sidewalk, and I walk by, and she goes, "Where are you going?" And I go, "Well, I guess I'm going home." She goes, "You want to tour my apartment?" Ooh. I was like, I'm in. So uh, we went back to her place. It was one. It was the weirdest situation. We go back to her place with like three other people. They start smoking weed. It's like a Airbnb situation. They're all smoking weed, and then they all go, all right, well, I guess we're going to go. And me and this girl are in the kitchen about to just jump on each other. But these people won't leave because their Uber's taking forever. You know, they're standing next to us going up. Five minutes on the Uber, and I'm like, ah, oh, jeez, gotta wait five minutes. All right, then I'll be like, ah, oh, they canceled the Uber. We gotta get another one. So I'm just like, ah, oh, I got a raging boner next to this this gap. We're ready to get at it, and then these Ubers won't take it. I just, I did like a Newman. I handed him a bunch of cash. I was like, get a cab, and I kicked him out the door. <laughs> and then uh, me and these, uh, me and the girl just go at it in the kitchen. It was the hottest sex I've ever had. Wow, kitchen sex. Kitchen bent her over the stove. The whole thing, you could smell the gas. I lit her hair on fire. It was crazy. Wow, and how about Uber in Australia? That's kooky to me. They got Uber. They got they do. They do everything we do. They're totally jocking our cock out here. It's crazy. Everything is American music, American movies, American TV. Oh, wow. And you got Uber cock blocked. Boy, sex in the kitchen. I'm getting a new apartment soon, and that's one of the things I'm looking forward to, but I don't know if my fiance is on board. I want to I wanna fuck in the kitchen. I've never done it. I want to hit it with the Wonder Bread oh. and, uh, you know, close her tits in the, in the uh, bread box. Yeah, well, the bread box. Whatever happened to bread boxes? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if you need it. What do you need the box for? It comes <laughs> in a bag. 
I well, never pe- got that. People it's don't want nice to compartment, I guess. Yeah, they don't want to see the bag. That's the thing. It's, it's got it's got dots ah. on it. It's you know, it gets small. It's all wrapped up. It's plastic. There's crumbs. Right, right. Well, that makes sense. You I want think, to see the bag. I think everything should be a box. Butter box, bread box. The toaster should come in a box. Everything should be boxed up, all woody. Yeah, the fridge in a box. <laughs> but well, then that, you got, you now got a cereal just, box in a box. <laughs> it, they turned into a Russian doll situation in there. <laughs> well, now you're just being silly with the fridge in a box. Yeah, that's a big box. I mean, it does. It gets delivered in a box, which is a... Uh, a little silly. <laughs> oh, well, you remember that oh, fridge boy. box as a kid? That was a classic. Uh, that was a hot item as a kid. You could get in there and play spaceship and <laughs> computer, whatever. I was going to say spaceship. Ah! That was a go-to. Uh, I used to go in there with a crayon and just make fake buttons and screens. I would go to town. Yeah, that's like a classic bit where you get the <laughs> the kid the, uh, the big toy and he plays with the box. It's like a classic parent thing. I should have just right, bought him a box. Right. It's like that hacky parent humor when you have a kid that that has to be hilarious now. Uh-huh. Well, when you get a lady, you play with the box. Am I right? Hey, All folks. Right. Yeah, my girlfriend's hey. no good at karate, but you should see her box. There we go. Way she back. She can't steal, but you should see her. She's a kleptomaniac. Snatch. Snatch. Yes, yeah, snatch. There we go. Yeah, we, we both have this, different this setups for the book. same joke. Yeah, there's all delays. <laughs> it's fucking, it's the next yeah. morning over there. Now, let me ask you this. Did you find the girl, the, the, the Aussies, to be a little different in the, in the old satchel, the bread box? No, but here, uh, that's a good question, but we were going at it and uh, in the kitchen, and I go, look, I'm about to, about to squeeze one out here, and she goes, oh, great, and she removes it from her box, her bread box, and she grabs it, and she shoots it, like, just on the floor, and she was like, I love seeing it. And then oh, wow. uh, she she got a paper towel and wiped it up naked. It was pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, I think they like cum in Australia. From my experience, I've only met two Australian girls and Kelly Festuca, but I, we didn't make love. But from what I experienced, yeah. these these Australians, they love the uh, the jizz. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, there's a water shortage. Maybe that has something to do with it. But, uh, yeah, they, they're into the, the semen over here. Now, this is a common mistake. Water and jizz, not interchangeable. Oh, there's got to be some water in there, huh? It's water-soluble? What, what? what is soluble? I don't know what soluble is. I believe the Earth is 70% water, and our bodies are 60%. So cum has got to be, you got to split the difference. It's got to be 65% water, but there's definitely a plethora of salt in there from what I've heard of the people that have uh, sipped it. Right, you never tasted it, huh? No, never, uh, never tasted it. I've, I've shot in my own eye, but never quite in the mouth. I usually close my mouth and uh, put the pillow over my head when it's time. Aha, uh-huh. yes, yes. I uh, shot my eye as well, and it ain't pretty. <laughs> no, I had a patch and a hook for a week. <laughs> well, you got to come up with a fake story on that one, huh? <laughs> oh, knife fight in Nam. <laughs> Guy came at me with a hook. <laughs> um, so she shot it, by the way. She had the control. What are you? When you're coming, you just you got nothing. She took the controls. <laughs> She took it. She took it right by the the reins and just squeezed it all out like a old toothpaste. <laughs> and it went all over the floor. It was. It felt. It feels good jizzing on someone's floor. Like there's no regret, no remorse. It just comes right out of you. And she she loved it. She was like, "Look at that. That's amazing." I wish there was a little, you know, barn mouse to come run over and sip it all up. 
Barn mouse. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. would work. I think, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Barn mouse? That's not a thing. House mouse? I don't know about a barn mouse. I'm sure there's <laughs> mice in barns, but I don't know if they got their own name. <laughs> <laughs> what, isn't there a thing, though? A field rat. A field mouse. Field mouse. Field mouse. That's a thing, That's right? That's the one. All right. Field yeah. mouse is what I meant to field say. Field mouse, for sure. Yeah, but I like. Oh, um, man. Well, let me ask you this. This is. I don't want to get too nasty here. Sometimes we go nasty, but the Australian broads would love it. Would Would you be yeah. into this? Coming on a girl's toothbrush and then she brushes her teeth with your uh, business on there. Would you be into that? Is wow. that weird? Uh, well, it's funny you bring that up because my first porno I had was called Porno Bizarro, uh-huh. and it was kind of like this this freak show of porn. It was like a midget and a tall lady would fuck. One woman had three clits. One woman could take her teeth out and she would blow a guy. Uh, and then one woman would let guys jizz on food and eat it. They'd jizz on, like, deviled eggs, and she'd devour them. Wow, that was a devil, all right. <laughs> Those are Satan's eggs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the the toothbrush, I don't know if I would be into because I'm like, I would just worry about her, her uh, tooth enamel. Yeah. You know, but the uh, that's like a, a cocaine freeze, but with jizz. So I'd rather I'd rather put it on a, a Ritz or something. Yeah, Ritz is good. I, I think once yeah. what come is one of those things like with a moment after it lands, I feel terrible. Like it feels yes. good to pull yes. out and come on a tit, but as soon as it hits and the, the my mind is switched, I'm like I'm so sorry. I want to just put it through a car wash. I feel terrible. I'm with you. That's why the floor was fun because it was like it was nobody's nobody got hurt. Right. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, but. Jizz is like an avocado. Once it hits air, it's ruined. Right. And now these girls, have you dabbled again with them? Did you have one for a couple of weeks? So you just say, I got to go, sister. Oh, come on. You know me. I'm, uh, I'm in and out. I'm like a, that, that, it's like a, what do you, what do you call that? It's a one use, you know? A one time. A single use. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like the whole, that's, that's more of a year thing. The, uh. You know, make a weekend girlfriend. Right. Well, I never had that. I made like a, a half a decade girlfriend here. Aha. Uh-huh. O T O T O. One time, one time only. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, one of them flew back to Sydney right after, and one of them I uh, am dodging phone calls. Sydney, what's that? Her boyfriend? He's one of the uh, the black fellas. Yeah. <laughs> But I gotta tell you, it's uh, it's so cool having girls be like, "Oh my God, your accent is so sexy." I'm like, I got the worst voice box from this side of the Mississippi. No one's ever told me that uh, they like my my, you know, my horns here, my pipes. Right. But they're into it. It's crazy. It's, it's a decent pipe. All right, I'll take it. But the uh, yeah, yeah. pipe. That's sure. It is uh, it is strange because I remember having that when I was younger and drinking. I would go to like the South, and everyone would be like, "Just talking your accent," and I'd do shots, and you know, do like like recite Kennedy speeches, and then I'll be you know kissing my nuts. Oh right, right, yeah, the Bean Town idea. Yes, idea. That's the only part I can't lose. Vodka. Yeah, yeah, that's endearing. I like it. Well, but you don't, you're not crazy with it. You're not going off the rails with like you know, give me a cracker. No, no, that sounds a little silly. I think Greg Johnson, our buddy Greg Johnson, has a great line where people say, "Why don't you have a Boston accent?" He says, "Because I'm not a spaz." <laughs> <laughs> He's the uh, the same author of the cans joke. Um, 
So tell me about the oh, shows. Right, right. What do you do? I feel like these these festivals. It feels like you're doing a one man show. Like you're down there with charts and graphs. Are you going to come back with a uh, like a portfolio or whatever you call those things? Uh, like a PowerPoint. Yes. Well, there's a couple people with that because I got to tell you that these people they come out from England and uh, Scotland and Ireland and other places in Australia and Russia and they come all these international festivals, Melbourne and Edinburgh and all that. Is it Edinburgh? Yeah, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yeah, Edinburgh, but it's Edinburgh. Okay, yeah, they go. They go to all these things. They they clean up. I mean, uh, it's 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 a it's like comedy on steroids. It's one man shows. It's stand up. It's sketch. It's all kinds of stuff. And these people work their fucking tits off to have these international acts and these hours where they spill their guts and these shows. And uh, it's all very personal. And it's all about their life. And they're all trying to top each other. So it's pretty bananas, but uh, I feel like they're stand-up. No, no uh, offense to them, but it's a little behind. You know, when you think about it, we invented stand-up. It's an American art form. Right. So uh, they're a little behind with the joke-telling, but they got some... I've gone to a bunch of shows. I'm trying to soak up as much as I can, and they're pretty moving, and they're very, like, uh, poignant and insightful, and they're cool, and they're fun to watch. And you're like, geez, this guy's had a crazy life, and he told me the story so well, and it was all beautiful and moving. But uh, the joke department's a little lacking. Right, right. I think sometimes it happens with you those know, those hour storytelling shows. You can have a punchline every 11 minutes, and then you come back to the cellar, and your set's 15 minutes, and you got one punchline. Exactly, yeah. So I go in there, and I'm, I'm Machine Gun Kelly, and I'm trying to just mow the audience down, and they're like, they're still having a one punch before you get to the next one, and it's... It's kind of nice because you get to breathe a little because they're they're so used to this long setups. Right now, are you doing a lot of sets, shows every night, or what's going on there? You do. Uh, I'm doing what they call the headliners, which is where they bring three Americans out, uh, and they each do 20 minutes, and it's it's great because you get that American novelty. Like I'm the black guy out here. I think the black guy on the show. That's me. Oh wow. Fun. Not really, you know, meaning like I'm the novelty. Like I'm a, we're, we're the three weird people. We're the three outsiders. Ah, well, you just called black people novelties and weird. <laughs> well, it could be Asian or Puerto Rican. Yeah, let's go with the uh, Asian. They're a little less sensitive. All right, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't mean uh, weird. I mean, you know, you throw a black guy on a show and he stands out. No, I know. I'm only kidding, of course, but I just, you know, All some right. of these people, they have sensitive ears out there. Sure, just Maybe. for the folks at home, I don't think black folk are weird. Well, you know, Tyler Perry and uh, Michael Jackson might be a little kooky. Yeah. But, yeah. So so who are the other yeah, American crazy. headliners you're working with? Uh, we got Ian Edwards. Ooh. I don't think I know he Ian Edwards. He is actually black. Yes. He's uh, he's an actual black man, and uh, he's, he's fucking hilarious. He's an L.A. guy. Uh, and then we got Sarah Schaefer, who was New York and now is L.A. Yeah, she's, I love Sarah. Good egg. Yeah, we're really hanging out a lot. She's a she's a peach. Yeah. So yeah, we're each doing twenty. It's a cakewalk. But I went up to the uh, the Melbourne Jews and I was like, hey, you guys, uh, I gotta get some more shows. If you have any extra ones, throw me on there. And they're like, great. Here, we got I got on set list. I got on a bunch of bar shows. I'm cleaning up over here. Oh, that's killer. Now are you are, are you, are you missing the city? Are you missing the gang or what? Oh my God, I'm missing it. So there's so much free time here that all the comics get together during the day and play soccer or go out to eat or see a movie. So you you, you kill the time, but uh, boy, I miss the city. I, I've been drinking too much out here just because I have nothing else to do. So I'm like, well, after the show, there's an after party every night. So I just go to that, try to get laid, get 
Blitzoe and then go home and wake up at 2 and then do it all over again. Wow. Boy, it's so exciting. I, I'm, I'm jealous. I want to go down under and go to the outback. I'm not, that's not an yeah. accent. I'm just saying it in gargly voice. <laughs> I want to... No, no crime, no, uh, no glitter, and the graffiti is legal. Oh, wow. Interesting. Isn't that wild? That is wild. They let, they, no one really graffitis because it's legal. You know, like there's a graffiti place, like walls that allow graffiti, so everybody just goes there to do it. Interesting. Have you done any graffiti? Yeah. Have you dabbled? I haven't dabbled, but I, uh, I've gone to the graffiti walls, and they're all pretty cool. Well, maybe uh, throw up a Tuesdays with Stories graffiti. Get a little paintbrush Ooh. or some whiteout and throw up a TWS hashtag lunch. Let hey, the, that's not bad. Let the I'm folks down. know. Hey, we, we got some fans out here, by the way. Yeah, they come out to the shows or what? Yeah, we had a few people come out to shows. Uh, I kind of suck up a couple Legion of Skank shirts in the front front rows. Like Jesus Christ! Boy, wow! Can you what? With the, boy, it's so strange to be a fan of that show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What are they thinking? I'm so. kidding, of course. We love the uh, LOS or Skanks. Losers, as I call them. LOS. Uh-huh. I'm joking again, yeah. of course. Uh, so much to tell you. Sixteen hour flight. Uh man, I got I got I got dirt on everything. I, I took a I took extensive notes on this place. Oh, hit us, hit me. I'm here, I'm all ears, all baby. Right. Flew out from LA, sixteen hour flight. The food was amazing on the flight. Uh, there was like eight people on the whole flight. It was a double decker flight. Wow, like a mega bus. Can you believe that? <laughs> mega bus! Yes. <laughs> It was amazing. The, the Wi-Fi was not as good as on a Megabus, but, uh, man, I had beef goulash on the way down. It was a 16-hour flight, and I uh, ate the goulash. I watched a few movies, and I conked out. Boy, beef I watched goulash. Easy Rider. Not great. No, Easy Rider is not great. There's a couple uh, There's a couple fun, like that cut when it cuts to him wearing the Notre Dame helmet. That's like a good laugh. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of nonsense. doesn't hold up that well. By the way, uh, meat no. goulash, you could take penicillin for that now. Aha! Uh -huh. Hello, folks. <laughs> is, that, is that curable? Oh, boy. That was I felt like a real miss there. No, no. It's Australia. They don't get the reference. But uh, I watched Interstellar. Fell asleep. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Interstellar either. No, no. But then I saw Joy. See Joy? No, I didn't see Joy. How's Joy? Joy was... Joy was solid. I recommend Joy. It was a, it was a good watch. It was enjoyable. Aha! Uh -huh. Boy, that wasn't a I good follow-up. Jesus Christ, I'm dying over here. Ah, uh, you're fine. We're on a phoner. What could you expect, folks? I know the phone. I just expect. I just picture your face. You're just cringing every time I make a joke. You're like, ugh. You know, here I can see no, it. Oh no. I was worried that uh, we would have to do like a face-to-face -face Skype, and I was I was I was gonna wear a ski mask. I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. I picture us both just staring at our own icon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which that's a, that's not a, a cakewalk either. <laughs> well, you're telling me, buddy. I feel like uh, whenever I Skype, I feel like the person is always aware that I'm just staring at myself, trying to check boogers and my teeth. Because it's the only time you get to look at yourself talking. You get the image of what someone else is seeing. So I just stare at myself the whole time, and I'm just cringing. That's true. It's kind of like when you talk to somebody with those aviator reflector glasses, and you're like, all right, asshole, you're just making me question every every choice I've ever made in my life. Well, I try, to you. I try to make a point to never speak to anyone wearing aviator sunglasses. That's just my rule of thumb. Ah, that's, 
good point. Good point. Yeah. yeah my, who, who the hell's wearing those? What, what are you a cop in the eighties? Yeah, my dad taught me to do that in the eighth grade. Um, uh-huh. So, anyways, you're on the plane. You're getting gay. You're eating goulash. You're watching movies. I finally land at 7 a.m. I get to the hotel. I'm groggy. I'm out of it. Uh, and they just tell you, they say, stay up. Stay up, you fag. You got to hang in there. Stay up. And I'm like, all right, I'll stay up. But it's 7 a.m., but I'm freaking out. I'm so tired. So I just stayed up, and then I passed out at 6 p.m. So I, I, I fucked myself. But that's not too bad. That's, I mean, that's all right. Not too bad, but then I woke up at 1, and now I'm fucked. Right, right. So, you know, I just took a couple of days uh, to get get back in the kook. Uh, the alleyway, every street has an alleyway here, and they're, they're crazy. They, they, they love their alleyways. Alleyways? What's that mean? Like, you know, they got alleys. Are they, like, booting heroin and fucking? What's going on in the alleys? No, they're, they're, they're proud of their alleys, so they all have, like, restaurants and coffee shops in them, but... It's just weird. You're walking down an alley, and you're like, all right, where are the rats? Where are the criminals? Where are the rapists? Where are the Puerto Ricans? And oh. then you're like, oh, boom, a, a, an espresso shop. Oh, because you're thinking of a back alley. Aha. Uh-huh. The back alley. That's the bad alley. It's what, you, this must be front uh, alleys. Hey, I know my alleys. <laughs> these, uh, these are small, scary alleys, but they're not scary. Interesting. Maybe they're uh, Muhammad alleys. All right, folks. Aha. Uh-huh. Hey, you're back. Am I back on that one? I feel like you're just being nice. I don't know if I'm back. No, I like that one. All I didn't right. see it coming at all. I thought Front Alley was pretty good, too, but you never know. I, uh, oh, I miss Front Alley. I was fucking a girl for a while named, uh, we nicknamed her, uh, this is so bad and I feel terrible about it, I'll make amends, but we called her Fat Alley. That was her nickname. I gotta go see Fat Alley. Ah, uh, uh, that's not bad. Yeah, and was I, she fat? I think what upset people was that she really wasn't uh, fat. She probably was just... I'm more in the thick range, but I was uh-huh. drinking. I was very, uh, you know, I hated myself, but uh, we called her fat. It was probably more like, um, you know, uh, big boned alley, but we called her fat alley. It was fun. What are you going to do? Fat alley's got a good ring. It's this big boned alley. It sounds like a, like a gay bar. It sounds like an 80s wrestler, the guy that would lose to Hogan on like a Tuesday. Right, Big, Big Bone Alley coming down the <laughs> corridor. The guy, the guy, in the, remember if you, if you watched wrestling in like the eighties, it would be the guy that was already in the ring. Did you ever watch like ra- wrestling when you were a kid? They'd always oh, be like, yeah. there'd be a guy that was already in the ring, like he didn't get an entrance, and his name was like you know Dale Johnson. <laughs> like Hulk Hogan, his music would come on, like a glass would shatter, and everyone would go crazy, and they'd like pop out of the curtain, and then his opponent has just been standing in the ring since you know Christmas or whatever. He has a chair in there. Right, right. He was very. Uh, he had no, uh, no, no costume really. He just had the underwear on. Right. <laughs> like he was very generic. You know, he wasn't like the million dollar man or the accountant. It was just, yeah, it was just like Billy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, that would be fun if we did that with comedy. There's no intro. There's just a guy standing on stage as they're seating. <laughs> like when everyone sits, he's just like, "All right, I'm Mike," and he's just talking. Right, right. Oh, that's oh, funny. Oh God, yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, you get there, you're gay, you're sleepy. What's going on? Get, take me through. So I'm, I'm taking a lot of sleeping pills. I'm all, you know, I, I, I wake up at one. I, I'm up. I'm fucking up. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I got to see the city at one. So I go out, I get a beer, I walk around a little bit, and I, 
I take a bunch of sleeping pills and I wake up at you know noon the next day. And I'm just trying to get it all together, and that's that jet lag is a it's a real it's a real thing. Yeah, it's no joke, and people don't understand. I think sometimes people fly from like New York to Detroit, and they're like jet lag is horseshit. But like you go to the other hemisphere or another country, you're fucked, and it, it causes depression and sleepiness and goofiness, and you get horny. Right. And luckily, all the other all the other Americans have it, and they get it, so they 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 sympathize. So that's kind of nice. And you, you talk a little bit, and you go, "How much did you sleep?" And they go, oh, "I'm gay," and all that. So it it helps to have them. But uh, I finally got my shit together. I've been now. Here's my thing: when I go travel on the road in the states, I I pretend like I do everything, but I don't do shit. I don't go to the museum as I should. I don't go see the sights as I should. But this time, I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it." Yeah. <clears throat> So I uh, I got my shit together. I went to the Museum of Melbourne. I saw the Andy Warhol exhibit. Pretty riveting. That guy was a real nut. Mm -hmm. He really uh, pushed the boundaries, you know. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. I walked the Yarra River, and I got a haircut right on the river. They had free beer with the haircut. I took an Instagram. This is all my Instagram, folks. And uh, I took an Instagram of that. Got a, got like six beers while he was cutting my hair. I was just pounding them while I'm getting you know my ears trimmed. Wow! And uh, that was fun. Got a dinner at an Italian joint. No tip. No tipping. I'm this no tipping thing. You don't. Re- I'm saving thirty bucks a day, not tipping. Wow! You know, you, you you eat three meals a day, and then you go buy drinks all night, and you don't have to tip it. Uh oh! Did I just lose you? Oh no. Oh god, we lost Mark, everybody. Hey, Mother's Day is May 8th. Sneaks up on you every single year. But look, you've still got enough time to order for mom the best flowers of her life from books.com. Books flowers are in a word gorgeous. That's books, B O U Q S. As in a bouquet of flowers, these folks uh, over at Books, they were nice enough to uh, give me a free sample. I sent them to my mother. She loved them. She absolutely, absolutely loved them. Their blooms are larger. The colors are more vibrant. Books flowers are grown at an eco-friendly farm on the side of a volcano. Seriously, folks, a volcano, not to be confused with Sal Volcano. It's better soil and more sun at a lofty 10,000 feet. Unbelievable. Order from Books.com today. Books prices start at a mere 40 bucks. No upcharges, no extra fees. Even delivery is absolutely free when you register at the Books. Listen, listeners of our show save 20% off the bouquet of your choice. Just go to Books.com and enter promo code STORIES. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code STORIES. Do it. Hey, a great business needs a stunning website, and with Wix.com, you can do it all by yourself. Wix.com makes it easy to look amazing online. No matter what type of business you're in, show off your images in a beautiful gallery. Grow your contact list and get all your social media in one place, just the way you want. Your customers are going to love it. So what are you waiting for? Show the world what you can do. Go to Wix.com and create your stunning website today. It's easy and free. Hello. Hey, Mark. We're back again. All right, we're back. Oh boy, well, this keeps dropping out. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again. But we're we're halfway through here, and uh, we're trudging through, folks. Sorry about all the uh, testicular difficulties here, but uh, we're making it work. 
Yes. Oh, God, I feel like uh, I'm uh, with that one call from prison that keeps going out. I uh, know. You're, uh, yeah, you're, and that's where they sent the prisoners, Australia. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. And, boy, they really, uh, for a bunch of prisoners, they did all right. Well, I think that was a few hundred years ago. I think they've all shipped up and shaped up or whatever you say. I know, but it just seems like we took the uh, the prisoners from, uh, you know, the Sing Sing and Alcatraz and wherever the hell they are. I don't know if they could pull it off. What are you kidding? Alcatraz? That was uh, Al Capone. He would have had that country running like a well-oiled machine. Oh, uh, yeah, but it would have been a lot of cockfighting and bootlegging. I don't know. I feel like uh, this place is ship-shape. It's ironic for a group of criminals. They're uh, pretty rich, you know... They keep it all pretty restricted. Well, I think they're removed, though. It's the same with us. You know, we're removed. We didn't. I didn't uh, enslave. I didn't wear a wig. I'm a different guy than those douches. Yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, How about this? No gay marriage here. Oh boy. Well, then you lost me. They hate the gays. Yeah, that's they, they're they're topsy turvy. They're just the exact opposite of us. They have health care. They don't tip, and they have free transportation. But guns aren't allowed, and gays can't get married. Weird. weird. Well, that's, I mean, there's a lot of weird trade-offs there. They're almost uh, an ideal situation, I guess. But I like it up here, you know what I mean? It's, sometimes it's cold, sometimes it's warm. I'll pay for my transportation. There you go. I love America. You said it, sister. Yep. Also weird, it's like that Louis joke. I got, a, I got a pocket full of change. The change here is worth a lot of money. It's like two bucks, four bucks, and quart in little, you know, coins. Yeah, that's everywhere but America. They got in the Canada. Get yeah. the toonie, the loony, the dooney, the goonies on right. DVD. It's weird. Handed a, a big sack of change to a prostitute. I'm like, all right, keep it, sister. Oh, is that right? <laughs> joking, joking, mom. One time, my uh, my my pal and your mom's in the studio right now. By the way, uh, so just keep it oh. clean. I'm sorry about that. She's a fucking handful of that cunt. Esmeralda. Is your mother's name Esmeralda, or did I make that up? Uh, you know, she might have changed it, but I think you made it up. All right. How about this? One time, speaking of paying uh, horrors with change, one time the old Everett House of Comedy, me and my pal Tommy Dustin, we had strippers over all the time. We'd have a pair of strippers come, and uh, we paid them one time. Uh, we, we ran out of cash, and we, we had them stay for a while. We gave them an old TV, a CD rack, and like a jar of change. They were leaving down the house like they left a yard sale. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Wow, I can't believe that worked. Yeah, oh, they took everything. I mean, they just cleaned us out. But, like, in a way, like, we wanted to get rid of it. Like, literally, you walk in two girls in, like, high heels and, like, fur coats, walk down the street with a CD rack and a briefcase and, like, a, a fish tank. That was classic. That's hilarious. They're like repo men. <laughs> they were repo women. Uh, yes, sorry. PC. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we're all equal, folks. Now, what goes on there with the prostitution? That must be legal if they're opposites. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a good point. Well, I tell you, it wasn't legal at the bar last night because <laughs> I wasn't getting anything. But uh, no, I don't know about the prostitute. That's a good question. I haven't seen any around. The city's pretty tip-top. I haven't seen many scallywags or deviants. Now, have you gone to Sydney or the Outback? Uh, Sydney's about an hour flight from here. It's weird. Australia, it's this big old continent, but nobody goes in the middle. The middle's all fucked up weirdos, and everybody's on the outskirts. Yeah, well, I, so, think, uh, I think that outback is like the Wild West. There's fires and, and kangaroos and fucking people with bones in their head. I think it's wild out there. 
it's crazy. It's the the swamps, the desert, it's the crocodiles and all that shit and yeah, yeah, no one no one goes over there and they they make fun of the people who live there. Those are their hicks. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it seems so, to uh, me that the uh, from your description what I've read, the Outback Steakhouse is not a good representation of what Australia is like. That's the rumor. Yeah, that and then the Crocodile Dundee, they they're pretty pissed off whenever you bring that up. Oh boy, Hogan. Yeah, it'd be kind of like if you, you know, just came to America and we're like, hey, hey, pie at 9-11, huh? Yeah. Uh, that's what people do. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, anyway, hey, speaking, well, of, yeah. speaking of Louis C.K., how about this? He, he dropped my name on Stern. Oh, my God, I heard it. I, I saw all the Facebook posts, and it, I texted you immediately. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. Great interview, by the way. Have you listened to the interview? I've heard about half of it because I can only find it for free. I was, oh, I, see. I was piecing it all together, but I'll, it'll go up eventually. Yeah, it was pretty exciting, and uh, yeah, I woke up to a bunch of people being like, "Louis C.K. is talking about you." Maybe nervous because I was so scared. He was like, "Yeah, some uh, fucking douche opened for me. He's a hack." But uh, he just talked about right. explosive diarrhea, which was exciting. He's like, "I'm listening to Tuesdays. Those fags keep talking about me." Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that was exciting. Well, what what else you got there? I feel like I, I want you to get your stories before we lose you again. I get nervous. I I got a ton. I'm uh, tell me if I'm hogging it. No, I need a hog, baby. Hog it up. All right, all right. So the sets are cool doing these shows. I mean, twenty minutes a night is a breeze, and uh, it's great. All you know, hanging out with all the comics. It's a good time. I did a TV taping on Tuesday, ABC Australia. Wow. Now ABC. Crazy. It was, I, they must show, like, porn and shit. I'm thinking of opposites. It's opposite. You can curse. It's pretty much like doing, like, a like an HBO set. Like, they want you to get crazy. It's called ABC Up All Night or something like that. So I was into atheism, and I got off on the Jews and all that stuff. It was a fun time. Wow. Finally, the, yeah, good finally time. The, the Jews get theirs, huh? Yeah, there's about six Jews here. So uh, it's pretty much what we call paradise. No, joking, folks. But yeah, it's uh, it's so undiverse. It's crazy. You see the garbage man's a bunch of like it's like a handsome white guy. The garbage man here looks like Ryan Gosling. It's crazy. Wow, Gosling garbage. Yes, the guys. Um, yeah, I did the taping, and I assumed, hey, I'll did this taping. I'm gonna get laid pretty good after this one. I was just on TV, but whew, I got shot down hard. I don't know. It's a different breed out here. It's a different kind of hitting on girls. So I had to learn that. I'm learning it now, and it's finally catching up to me. But it's different. So how's it different? What are you gonna do? You gotta you gotta call them ugly. What goes on? Uh, well, in in America, it's uh, I think a little confidence goes a long way, and uh, you can do a little negging, as they say. Um, and I feel like it's just more open in America. Maybe it's a New York thing. Maybe I'm used to New York, but here it's like. You gotta bullshit the whole way, and it, it they they want more respect here, you know that respect bullshit. I think in America we've gotten a little more like women are allowed to be whores. Oh, that's okay. I see. Hey, it's liberated. It's feminism, and here it's still kind of fifties. I see. Well, no, because when I was dad, maybe that's why when the Australians come to America they're so wild because. When I was uh-huh. dabbling, this is 11 years ago, maybe things have changed, or maybe when they come to America, they're like, I'm free, baby, come all over my ass. Right. Oh, maybe, yeah, because here, it's, uh, oh, boy, they're a little tight-knit. Oh. You know, I, I, I hit on one girl as a joke. I, you know, it was a silly move. I, I was kind of desperate. I was hitting on, like, six girls that got shot down. I went up to one girl, and I go, hey, hey, 
you know, I'm a foreigner in a foreign land. I'm scared. I was wondering if you could walk me back to my hotel. And she goes, nice try, asshole. Woo! That one stung. Yeah, I can see that happening in America, though. You know what I mean? I feel like in America, you get hit over the head with their purse, and they, you know, hate you, kick you in the ball. I guess so. I guess, I don't know. I feel like in America, they would, they would get like a, oh, jeez, what are you, crazy? Get the hell out of here. But she was genuinely pissed. Wow. Interesting. Well, maybe she didn't like your, yeah. your cup. No, not, my, not a cup of my jizz. She wasn't into it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had that sad moment. I stammered home, shit face, and went to I went to McDonald's. It was like the American Embassy. I was like, I'm going in here and and you know getting a fucking McNugget and and getting my shit together. Right, right. <clears throat> boy, oh boy. It's weird to go to McDonald's in another country because it's like you know it, but you don't know it. It's crazy. Yeah, I went to a McDonald's in Turkey. I was with uh, Red State Nate Bargatze, and uh, he wanted to. He was like, we should experience what you know, different McDonald's are like. That's not even a joke. That's an actual quote. <laughs> and I was like, well, maybe we should experience Turkish food. And he's like, yeah, Turkish McDonald's. Turkish food. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Real, real quick, can I throw Was it, it a, different? Get, nah, no. Well, they sell, you know, you know, they had Birkazon or whatever the hell you say. Birkenstocks. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Birkenstocks, all of them. Can I tell a quick Nate thing? So you've been gone a while, I guess, and... Uh, the, the the Nate Bargatze, you saw him on The Tonight Show, you saw the set? I did, I saw he had a beard. Yes, hell of a set. Um, I got a beard too, her name's Sarah. Thank you. Hey! Um, anyway, so Nate was in town, and he's running around doing the, uh, running the, the Tonight Show set everywhere. One night we're at the cellar, he, he's, he's back in at the cellar, baby. And, uh, oh my god, he got in! Well, I, mean, I don't know if he's doing regular spots, but they let him run his set all week. Uh, which was oh, great. Oh, good God, I love it. And fun, but there was one night, we're all there, how about this hang? How about this lineup? In a row, it was all of our buddies. It went Phil Hanley, then me, then Nate, and then Sam. Right in a row. Wow. The whole gang. It was, it was a, That's a beauty. It was a special moment. It was like the hottest crowd. Like Phil just murdered. I had the best set I've ever had there. Then Nate did his Fallon. We all sat in the corner and watched... And then uh, I went in the bathroom uh, to piss because it was like three in the morning because I think Louie had been there or whatever. It was a long night. And then I'm leaving. I had a fun moment. I'm walking through the cellar. It's sold out. Sam is crushing. As I'm walking through, leaving, I got my backpack. I'm re- ready to head home, you know? He's getting an applause, uh, applause break. And I join the applause. I'm walking through and I join the applause. And I make eye contact, you know, when you're passing uh, the person in the cellar at, on stage. You're three feet yeah. away, so I gave. I, I was clapping. I gave a little wink and a uh, and a and a what do you call it? A salute, and then he gave me the head oh. nod, and it was like a special moment because I was just passing through, gave him the old nice set, have a good night, and uh, it was it was magical. It was like a magical moment. It was like me and my Ooh. friends took over the cellar for a night. Wow, I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm. Uh I miss you guys. I'm halfway across the world, but Jesus, that was touching. Uh, it was, I could see the whole thing in my head. It was quite touching. I mean, we all just murdered right in a row. My, the whole and I, I watched the show. You, you know, you're watching your friends. It's like a dream come true. Like, ah, oh, look at the. I, not only do I love these guys, I love their acts. Yes. Oh my God, I'm, I'm jizzing here. I got a <laughs> tear in my asshole. This is wild. Jeez uh, Louise. Yeah, it was Woo. a fun, fun I moment. Sit on a napkin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the beauty. I love it. Uh, it was fun. It was really great. We missed you that night. And then, yeah, I mean, uh, I, geez, I haven't been in the cellar in three weeks. I can't even, uh, I can't even imagine what it's like over there. I'm, I'm missing out. Well, I, I don't know how been... these guys do these long gigs. 
Yeah, that was a while ago. I haven't been there. I got. Uh, I've been. I'm out of town for like three weeks in a row, so I won't be there either. It makes me nervous. You know, you're scared they're gonna get Wally. Yeah, Pip. yeah, I know the old Wally Pips complex. Right. Um, yeah, well, these, these, you know, in New York, it's all about momentum over there, and I feel like you go here, and you're like, they're gonna forget me. I got, I got FOMO real bad. You know about the FOMO? No, what the hell's FOMO? I guess it's called fear of missing out. Oh, I, gotta, I, I got a real bad case, buddy boy. Yeah, you certainly do. Uh, yeah, so stuff like that. Oh, I mean, I'm glad it happened. It's a it's a beautiful story, but I'm like, ah, once I was in that that fucking lineup. Yeah, it was fun. One night, uh, Schumer was there with Tilda Swinton was in the house. Oh, I love the Swin. Yes, Cohen Brothers. I think she's hot. Yeah, she's sexy. She's a little older, if I'm not mistaken. I'm fine with that old bag. I'd do it. She's uh, 71, but yeah, she was there, and that was neat, and that felt cool. You go to the comics table. And then I didn't know who's I I I don't know who's who and I was like who who is that person and they're like that's Tilda Swinton I was like oh god it reminded me of the beginning of uh, Schindler's List when he's like that's Oscar Schindler yeah. <laughs> I was like Tilda Swinton yeah. is Oscar Schindler see ironically hates Jews but who hates Jews Tilda but no. She's no, a, I'm joking. Cause oh. she said she was Schindler. Oh, I see. I, I got nervous. I thought maybe that was a story, but I was like, she's in the Coen Brothers movies, and those guys are as Jewy as they come, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so Schumer's a happy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, boy, it's just so pretty here. I talked to Ari Shafir. He was texting me. He's like, hey, you got to go to the uh, Botanical Gardens. They call it the Royal Gardens. And I went. It's unbelievable. You would love this. I thought of you the whole time. You would love these gardens. It's just so beautiful. You, you get... Get swept up in it, just flowers from this place in Africa and South American tree and a, and a you know, Iranian donkey twat. It's all these crazy little things over here. I mean, it's beautiful. I got lost in it for four hours. It's just the aroma and all that. I'm gay. It was amazing. Wow, I got I got to get over there. Yeah. So by this time, I've been here a few days uh, after the gardens, and I'm like, all right, I'm getting a little. A little antsy here. I got to get some uh, moisture on my Johnson. So I do a show, luckily, and uh, this girl runs up to me after the show and she goes, Oh my God, do you remember me from Gotham? And I was like, Gotham, what? And she's like, Yeah, I used to work at Gotham Comedy Club. And I'm like, Wow, get out of town. So we go get a drink, and uh, she's like, I got to leave with my friends, but uh, we should meet up later. I go, yeah, where are you going to be? She goes, I'm going to be at the Ding Dong, which is a, a big old uh, nightclub out here. I go, all right, I'll be at the Ding Dong. She's like, here's the addresses of this alley. I go find it. Everything's in an alley. The Ding and Dong? It's, uh, I go into, it's called the Ding Dong, and I go in, and it's fucking, they're playing Weezer. It's so weird, these nightclubs. They don't they don't have hip-hop or techno. They just, they love rock. It's like alternative 90s all day. Wow. That sounds like my dream it's place. I know, you walk in these gin blossoms. I know every song. <laughs> Boy, I am jealous. So, uh, yeah, we meet up. It's, it's very white. It's so white. It's it's like you forget that what whiteness is for, you know, when everything's white. You know, really? people are like, oh, white people run everything. Well, you got hip-hop, you got Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you got uh, BET, but then you go here and you're like, oh, my God, it's incredibly white. Right. So uh, we go home together. That was a good time. Uh, then I go to the zoo, you know, fun fact, koalas, they sleep 20 hours a day, they are high on eucalyptus, and they all have chlamydia. No kidding, my uncle's a koala. 
Yes, that's what been my joke all week. I've been doing that on stage. Oh, my ex is like a koala. Blah blah blah. <laughs> wow, koalas are living down there. You'd think they'd be fatter. Oh, they're they're cleaning up. Yeah, they're just like your old pothead friend. You know, they just sleep and get high, and they have STDs. Wow, that's fucking fascinating. And what about roo kangaroos? They're in the street, right? They just bounce through. You get one in your hotel room. Uh, I got one in the lobby, but they're they're tough to touch and they box you. Yes, they got a bread box. <laughs> so yeah, I got some pictures of a kangaroo. Check it out on the Insta, folks. It's all documented. And then this is the big one, people. Went to the football game. Oh, unbelievable! Boy. Australian rules again there too. Oh, no, I mean this is this is footy. This is uh, uh what do they call it? Uh. AFL, Australian Football League. It's totally different. It's like Quidditch. <laughs> you know about the Quidditch? Quidditch is the Harry Potter business, isn't it? Yes, yes. Very similar. They're on broomsticks. They're all wizards. It's weird. Okay. So take take me through it. What, no, kind of, what are we talking? All right. It's, it, you can pick it up real quick. It's, it's a lot like Ultimate Frisbee, where you throw it, you catch it, and you can't move. Okay. And you know you just work your way down the line, and then they have three posts. And if you kick it through one, it's one point. And if you kick it through the middle one, it's six points. Ah, the middle. Middle is good. Middle is good, and it's so weird because you have to kick it. So you're running. You grab a ball, then some maniac's about to tackle you, and you have to kick the ball away before you can't throw. It. You got to kick it. It's crazy, and it's like a little rugby ball. Right. It's a hell of a sport. I'm hooked on it. I can't stop watching it. Oh, was it on the TVs and whatnot? It's on the TV. It's huge, and you know they're like, "This is Hawthorne." They're like the rich preppy kids, and this is uh, the Bulldogs. They're like, uh, you know, the poor kids from the other side of the tracks, and they haven't won in ten years. And Hawthorne wins every year, and it was a close game. And I had a meat pie in one hand, a beer in the other. I was like, "Ah, get up, you fucking piece of this shit!" Ah. Wow. And, uh, you know, they got the old, the old Australian lady behind me with like, the big jowls, going, "Come on, bugger off, you fairies!" All that shit it was. Oh, I was. I was I was in it. Boy, that sounds like a dream to me. I mean, that's a dream come true. That's what I wanted to do. It was incredible, man. I, I'm not a big sport guy, and I've been to a few. I've been to one NFL game and a bunch of baseball games, but this was like, whoo, you know, they're throwing beers out there. I, I mean, uh, the old guys with the scarves just yelling, and you could tell they've been watching this football for 30 years, and oh, my God, it was incredible. The guy sitting next to me had the earbuds in, and he was just like, come on, you bloody wanker, what are you doing? Yeah, they was listening to the radio while watching the game in, in real life. Wow, boy, that's that's the diehards, like Bartman. Yes, yes, and they, they knew all the players. He's like, come on, Daniels, pressure. They always yell, pressure, pressure. Crazy. Wow, that's amazing. And like, how many people in the stadium? What are we talking, 80,000 or what? I think it was 80,000. I took some photos of that, too. I took video of the stadium. It was, there was such an energy and just that hum of the crowd. And, uh, oh, my God, when that goal goes in, that is bananas. And they got in a, in a couple fights on the field. They call them biffos. Hey, biffo out there. We got a biffo. And they push each other, you know. A biffo. A biff tannin. Yeah, I like that. Wow, that's fun. Boy, it's like a Schumer gig. 80,000 people and, uh, you know, meat pie. I made up the part yeah, of the, the meat bike. pie. <laughs> Right. right, 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 yeah. Uh, by the way, Sam's on those Schumer gigs. I gave him some good advice. Oh, yeah, I was I was talking to him. We talked while he was out there on the road. Yeah, yeah, I said, uh, don't talk too much, and uh, you'll be good. Yeah, that sounds, that's, that's fun. Uh, how about this real quick? I mean, this one I just want to talk about, just generally, aside from the podcast. This is weird, because we're doing a podcast, but we're also just, it's like a phone call. It's like I just called you to catch up. 
Yeah, we're catching up, folks. I guess that's what a podcast is. But how about this? We did the album in Buffalo, you know, all the, uh, we put out thanks there, Rick Matthews, Steve Rogers, you know, Mark Grossman, Helium, the whole thing. Did the album and uh-huh. uh, with Comedy Central. I get the call you never want to get. The dreaded Uh-oh. call. What's the most dreaded call when you record an album? Oh, God. Something was fucked up with the audio. Fucked up the audio. Glitches. Oh, you goddamn kidding me. Glitches. Was she a good witch or a bad glitch? All glitches and the recording. Uh, luckily, the uh. glitches took place on different times on different shows. So they're trying to take uh-huh. the two shows that I found acceptable and mend them together minus the glitches. These This audio team... Uh, they just fucked up. I don't know what the hell was going on up there. I think they were koalas, if you know what I mean. Ah, uh, they were getting a little toasty. I think they were dum-dums, but uh, the good news is they think it's going to work because the glitches happen at different moments or whatever. And uh, luckily we didn't have to pay the people because they fucked it up. So I'll make the money back quicker. And it actually, ironically, kind of makes the job almost easier because I don't get to edit. They just have to send me what works, and I have to be like, okay. Right. But God, I think they can fix it because those audio people are, are wizards. I think you'll be all right. Yeah, they're wizards, but like, I think it was like fucked up, like, or whatever the fuck. There's like aliens come in and fuck me in the ass during my set. Ah, damn it. That's rough. But uh, this, it's just that call you dread. It's like the call. With, you, you, I, I can't even like express it. We were like, oh, man, boy, imagine if it didn't record. And then you get the call, yes. and it's like you're fucking me. But she said we don't think we don't think it's gonna have to. We're not gonna have to re-record. I don't think so. But it, it's almost nice because oh, I get God. to blame that if the album stinks. People are like this album sucks. I can be like, ah, glitches. Glitch, yeah, yeah, son of a glitch. Yeah. So Damn, um, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. But uh, I don't know. We'll see, and hopefully it'll be out in the summer. But uh, uh, do you have one more uh, big one or thing you're gonna share? We're almost at the end of this uh, expensive phone call here. Sure. I mean, I, I just want to say, I think the, I think the album will be okay. I think they'll be able to fix it. But yeah, that is a crazy phone call. You don't want to hear that. That's yeah. like when you get that perfect tape and you go, ah, I forgot to hit record. Right. Exactly. Or the you know waitress stood in front of the camera. Yeah. Oh man. Um, well, shit. I, I was going to end on the big kitchen fuck, but I already uh, spilled the beans on that one. Uh, that's not all you spilled. That's true. Yeah, I had a fucking oil spill in there. Spilled some fish. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it's such a crazy thing. I was hitting on girls all night. I hit on her earlier, no dice. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. Then I think I, she realized that was her last resort. She goes, "Where are you going?" Right on the sidewalk, and went back to her place. And whoo, boy, it was a doozy. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, shit. Yes, banged on the stove. That's what it says in all caps here. Uh. <laughs> Now I'm hanging out with Kyle Kinane. He just got out here. I saw his show. He's hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's one of the greats. He's, uh, he's one of the greats. He's so good. He's got a new hour. He's His show got four and a half out of five stars, and he's killing it and sold out every night. That's got to feel good. That's what. That's how you do it here. You, you're supposed to sh- make a splash, and then you come out the next year, do an hour, your own hour, and then make a splash with that and try to win some awards, and then you're set for life out here. Right. Wow. Good stuff. Yeah, that's how they do it. But oh uh, god, I'm missing home, and I don't know. You know, you know, Will Sylvins and guys like that. They go out on some, you know, Sydney, and then Russian comedy fest, and then Croatia, and then Mexico, and then you know, 
whatever Canada and then Detroit and then I come home. I'm like, how do you do this? Will goes uh, to Africa. Two weeks at the most. Yeah, Will, Will goes Africa. off to Africa. Africa. Well, I think he's just seeing his folks. <laughs> he's but, Haitian. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we can't wait to have you back. When are you back exactly? I'm back on Monday, and I'm going to be a zombie because I, I just got used to this, and then I'm going to come back on Monday. I'm going to be all over the road. Right, yeah, I'm gone. Monday I go for Patriots Day, but then next weekend we're doing Austin. We'll record a couple episodes there. Yes, we'll be in Austin, Texas, folks. I don't know if this is coming out in time. Yeah, it'll come out, uh, tu- it comes out Tuesday. That's why we're doing it, emergency recording here over the phone. Oh, great, yeah, we'll be in Austin. So come on out. We'll be doing a bunch of shows and uh, maybe some live pods. We're doing Bonfire. We're doing O&J. Yeah, we're doing it all, baby. We're going to be out there and about. So come out to Austin and uh, hang. Let's have some barbecue and touch dicks and watch some music. And then uh, the weekend after yeah. that, uh, I'm going to be... Where the fuck am I going to be the weekend after that? Oh, the weekend after that, I'm at Providence Comedy Connection, April 29th and 30th. Come out to that one. And then uh, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, May 12th to the 14th, Comedy on State in, um, you know where it is, Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, check out the podcast. Tell a friend. I feel like our, we, we want to keep growing this thing and uh, tell all your buddies, whoever you're with, turn to them and tell them Tuesdays with Stories, baby. Spread that word like a wet, wet cunt. Yes. Sing it, sister. <laughs> and uh, where are you going to be? be I'm going to be in Vancouver on May 26th through the 29th. That's at the Comedy Mix. Hell of a room. Then I'm going back to old Rooster Teeth Feathers. Remember that one in San Jose, Sunnyvale, California, on June 9th. And then uh, we'll be at the Great American Fest. Did you say that? No, I didn't say that. All right, Great American Fest. That's uh, on a whopping, uh, what is that, Norfolk, Nebraska. Yes. June 16th, if you're out there. And then I'm opening for Schumer at a few places. And then the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, June 30th. So a lot of hot gigs coming up. Thanks for listening. Sorry if this was too much of a phone call, people, but uh, this is a pretty special ep. No, we loved it. I loved it. What are you? I'm saying we. I'm the only person here, but uh, well, Shelby's here as well. I, I loved it, and it was great catching up with you. I can't wait to see you. So be safe down there. Don't get uh, raped by any, uh, you know, outback people. Aboriginals. Yeah, it's so weird that uh, you're seeing sunlight right now. I'm looking out into the the dark skyline of the city. Yeah, well, I'm seeing nothing because I'm in a crazy studio here, all boxed in. But it's definitely it's like high noon here. It's one p.m. here. I'm about to go to Chipotle. Wow. Yeah. How's, it's the, how's the weather? Uh, the weather's great right now. It's uh, 60 and sunny. It's been a little choppy at times. My, uh, I feel like I have esophageal cancer because of, I don't want to get into that, but uh, I get the, uh, what do you call it, allergies. Yeah, I, and this might be my last pod, for God's sakes. I've had this throat disease for a month and a half, and I'm gay. Holy hell. Yeah, so I'm going to call uh, Dr. Steve, Robert Kelly's doctor. He's got a podcast. I get, I'm calling podcast doctor. i got no health insurance. i got to move to Australia down there. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I might get checked up while I'm here, but I'm worried they're going to tell me I have, you know, polio of the semen or something, you know, <laughs> I got ball cancer or something. Yeah. Well, uh, I love you, buddy. It's great to hear from you, and then I'll see you uh, next week in uh, Tejas. Yeah, I love you, too, and I'm just going to let you know now I'm going to be doing a lot of hugging on you yeah. out there and then... In the, the Lone Star State, so oh. watch out, because uh, but it get pretty clingy. Yeah, well, you've said that every time you've ever gone anywhere, and I've never received one hug, so I'll believe it when I see it, well, my friend. I, 
I put my hand on your shoulder once, and you had a epileptic shock, <laughs> so I didn't want to go further with the actual hug. Yeah, I can do a hug. Any kind of touching is just real bizarre to me. I never got it. I don't like it. Not since I was a kid, not as an adult. I don't want anyone touching me unless we're about to fuck. All right, all right. So a hug is better than a than a tap. Yeah, because a hug is a full on thing. A tap feels like it feels like I'm getting probed or uh, I'm gonna get raped or something. I don't know what it is. I just I like a hug or no hug. Real hand on the shoulder, no good. Yeah, hand on the shoulder is weird. What are we doing? You know what I mean? All right, all right. <laughs> good to know because I feel like I've touched your shoulder about a million times. Yeah, I don't care for it. All right, good to know. I uh, mean, it's only been a couple of years, so I'm glad I know now. No, we had to talk about it before. I know, I know. I'm joking. Um, All right, well, hey, this is good pod. Uh, I, yeah, see, I was never listened to as a child, so every time I talk, I feel like people are uh, checking the weather report. No, people, people are listening. We got, we got 20,000 listeners every week or whatever the fuck. Maybe it's higher than that. I don't know. Yeah. We're doing all right. We love you. We love you out there, uh, listeners. And, you know, thanks for doing it. Tell a friend, buy a shirt, and give us a hug. Give Joe a hug, and don't touch his shoulder. Yeah, and uh, thank you, Sarah Baird. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Mark. And, uh, Mark, stay on the line. We'll keep talking. All right, great. All right, we love you. See you next time. Take it easy from down under. This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media.